Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the DaveCast. I am your host, Dave Helmbrecht. Uh, I used to say that all the time, and I'm like, I don't know why I need to say that anymore. People tuning in probably know who I am. At least you know my name is Dave. Uh, I am a Air Force combat veteran. Yes, I have seen combat. I have seen shit blow up. I've been shot at. I've seen people dead, and it's just it's, it's been it's been tough. Obviously, uh, you know, diagnosed with PTSD, uh, like severe PTSD. Uh, I know everybody, they throw around PTSD like it's like everybody has PTSD. Not necessarily, man. We all have trauma. We've all dealt, we all have trauma, just how we deal with it. You know, deal with your trauma. Talk about it. Journal about it. Go talk to a professional. Talk to your support structure, the ones that love you uh, and see what they think to help you out. All right, uh, this podcast went a little long, you guys. I'm gonna start breaking down the six pillars. Uh, every podcast, I'm gonna at least hit on. Honestly, I think every po- I was gonna try to hit all six pillars in this podcast, and I was like, I think I might just have to do one each podcast. Uh, or I gotta break through, go through them a little quicker. But maybe since it's the first time I'm talking about this, my six pillars, my foundation to a better life. Uh, I might have to do one pillar at a time. I don't tell you, but we get into it in this podcast. And like I said, it runs a little long, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I really do appreciate it. Uh, At the beginning, I was was like, even if, as long as one person is listening, I'll keep going. Well, if one person is listening, it's Robin and she can just listen to me talk all day because she's my biggest fan. She listens to all my podcasts and she better be. She's my goddamn wife. I love her so much, you guys. And we'll get into more relationship stuff and uh, our ups and downs. We're not. We're, I don't know if on social media we look like everything's perfect, but it's not. And if you're living a perfect relationship, write a goddamn book or something. Help some other people out. If you truly believe your marriage is great and you're happy, uh, help out. Because, I don't know, or you're crazy. Because I don't think anybody's marriage is perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. Shout outs, uh, my boy Vic. I went there the other day to combat cardio club. Uh, some guys, shout out Nate, uh, shout out Raul. I got in there and they were doing some sparring, uh, hitting some mitts. I just hung out and chatted and talked probably more than I needed to, but I gave everybody the new dose of Dave Point, Dave 2.0. Uh, the the guy that instead of just hanging out and making people laugh and be goofy, I'm gonna laugh and be goofy. I'm going to laugh too. I'm going to make people laugh and be goofy at the same time. I'm going to spread positivity, even though sometimes spreading positivity feels cringe. Believe it or not, it does. You know? And if I'm around somebody who's too damn positive, he's like, ah, dude, you're giving me a sweet tooth. You're giving me a toothache. You're too sweet. Vic and the boys at Combat Cardio Club, get in there, learn some boxing. The, it is a great environment for, for kids, for children, uh, any of these, like, you get out, we and Vic were talking about it, a boxing, this, that is the only boxing gym in Grand Forks. Uh, the Y, uh, Choice Fitness, I think they do fat women's boxing, no offense, uh, weight loss boxing. It's not like you're not in there to learn, a, you're, you learn a skill, but you're not learning it to, to the level that, like, somebody who actually wants to compete in boxing one day uh, is learning it, so... I don't know if a dog's moving around upstairs or somebody's home, but with that note, (laughs) 
go and uh, check out uh, these people I'm giving shout outs to. If you're in the Grand Forks area, uh, Combat Cardio Club for your boxing. It's the only boxing gym in town. We need more of those is what I was trying to get at. Uh, it's great for kids to get out. Great environment. Um, builds uh, confidence. And a confident man is better than a scared man. Does that make sense? Scared men shoot people. Scared men sh- stab people. Uh, a confident guy uh, doesn't. <laughs> he just does. They just don't. Anyway, uh, one more progressive progressive martial arts here in Grand Forks as well. Uh, I started going there so many years ago, injured my neck and stepped away. Wish I didn't, you guys. Uh, one of my biggest regrets is stepping away from jujitsu when I injured my neck just because I couldn't do it anymore. Boo-hoo me. I can't do it, though. I'm not even going to hang around it. I, I wish I would have stuck with it. I hope to get back into it someday, even if it means I just have to show up and be a presence there, and I can do some light drilling, help teach the people some stuff. Uh, it just kills me that I can't roll. It really does. But progressive martial arts, you guys, all your martial arts needs, jujitsu, they have striking classes, they do uh, conditioning classes. Josh and Ken are the two of the nicest, greatest people I've ever met in my life. For real. And I mean that. So, any other shout outs we're going to do? What else was I going to shout out? Uh, Matt Fitness, my, my girl Megan. Uh, if you guys want a cool gym, get out to Map Fitness. Uh, if I lived on the north end of town, I would actually think about going to Map again. Uh, the one thing I like about Choice Fitness, though, is we got the pool. I'm going to try to get my buddy Gus uh, into the pool and stuff and getting him working out. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, that's it, you guys. Shout outs. Uh, go check these people out. Hit them up, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Dave's Podcast 1 at gmail.com. I'm Dave Helmberg on Facebook. Uh, Dave's podcast on Facebook and Funny Welder on the gram. So uh, I'll see you guys on Thursday. Enjoy the podcast. I'm out. Started at the top. Now I'm here. So I feel about my coffee. <laughs> that was a stupid thing. I was like, my coffee started at the top because it's full. And then I drank it all. Now it's at the bottom. Now we're here. All excited and caffeinated. Woo! Ha <laughs> I never drink caffeine this early in the day. Uh, it's actually not that bad. I usually don't drink caffeine until 10. Uh, I used to wake up and have a cup of coffee in the morning. and Or an iced coffee in the summertime. <sighs> iced coffee, baby. Brings me back to the island, dude. We're going to get into the island today. Uh, I, I haven't talked about it much. I, I want to hide it from you guys. I don't want people to know about it. Now that you guys just go there or whatever. Uh, but you'll hear famous people on podcasts talk about some little spot they know about in, in in the area that they live. But if they talk about it on a podcast where hundreds of thousands of millions of people are listening, it'll like blow up this spot, which if I owned a company or a business and I had all this, all of a sudden, all this like, all this business, you know, somebody put it out there and everybody's hitting me up for whatever widget that I'm selling or service that I give. And I'm not ready for that kind of that kind of rush, man. It could really it's gonna help your business, obviously. Like, but you're gonna sell out of whatever you got going on. Uh, might put you kind of in a whirl because uh, it's the worst. Like, if you know, if I want to go buy this product from you and you're sold out, or I have to wait for so long, I mean, I might go find a similar product and stuff. So, if that makes any sense, it's great to have all that business come flying your way. But if you only got like a hundred products, a hundred. Uh, products in your inventory and you sell them all 
you know, and now you're waiting and it's a back order and it is what it is, you know, and it kind of puts you in, in a stressful situation, even though it's a good, it's a very good stressful situation to have, you know, like if I made a hundred widgets and all in the first day they're gone, that's the best thing ever. But now I got a hundred people waiting for more and it's like money I could have made. It definitely can stress you out. I'm sure of it. So where are we going with that? You guys, I don't remember Halloween. Halloween was last night. Uh, we didn't hand out candy or anything. Uh, kids showing up to our door nonstop in costumes could have uh, would have made the dogs go buck wild, and it would have been a crazy night. But we got really lucky where I think it was like 40 degrees last night, like 50. It wasn't bad. And normally on Halloween, I remember growing up on Halloween was like the first snow, like three years in a row. You just got pounded with snow on Halloween, uh, made it. Not as much fun to trick or treat. It was cold out. But last night was great. There was a lot of people just, they were parked in their driveways with like chairs and just sitting at the end of the driveway handing out candy instead of kids having to walk up all the way to them. Uh, it really was mild and it was nice. Uh, I dressed up as Batman and I got on the old Batmobile go-kart and I did a couple laps around the block. Uh, people who would see me go by, they're like, what is this? And it's like this old ass go-kart go by with big tires on the back, and here I am dressed as Batman. So I got a few smiles, I got a few laughs as I went by people, which is awesome. Uh, the damn thing does 40 miles an hour, so uh, I got on Belmont, and I'm ripping down Belmont on it, hoping not to see a cop, because it's pretty illegal. One, it's dark out, I got no lights on this damn thing, and there's one of those little uh, speedometers thing, the, ah, I used to be a cop, radar that's attached to a speed, a speed limit sign with a digital readout. That lets you know how fast you're going. Uh, people are under the influence of that. If you're speeding, it like takes a picture of your license plate and you get a ticket. Not true. It's more of a just uh It's just a... Uh, I looked over my dog licking his damn wiener and it distracted me. <laughs> I'm just jealous. Bauer. Leave it alone, right, buddy? It's clean enough. And... Oh, that thing. So like I got, I was flying down Belmont and that thing said I was doing 38 miles an hour on a go-kart. So I, I mean, I felt like I was doing 38. I had a damn near wide open. Uh, but everybody seems cool about it. And then I got like, have I gotten into my neighbor yet on here? I hope he listens to this. I hope someday he's like, that guy has a podcast. I should listen to it. Not like he would listen to a particular episode, but maybe he does. Well, Kyle, if you're freaking listening, I don't like you. I think you're a weak. No, I'm mean. No, let's not be mean. Let's not be mean. Uh, he has a problem with marijuana smoke, the smell of it. Um, and he, that's what started this whole deal with my new neighbor guy. Just, I can smell that and I'm going to call my friend on the drug task force thing. That's the only reason I get like, it's like that is the most pussy thing to say. Like, I just met you. You're my new neighbor. Obviously, you smoke marijuana. And I'm just going to threaten to call the cops right away. Even after I told him, like, I have a medical, I have a medical license. I can smoke weed as much as I want on my property. I can blow the smoke in his yard and he can suck it. <laughs> I don't care at this point. I'm really, uh, I feel like me and him could have been good friends. We, maybe we still can. He, uh, he's got welders. He's all a do-it-yourselfer. He was, when we moved in, he was doing the shingles on his house by himself, uh, with help with what it looked like from friends and family and stuff. And if he would ask me for help, I would have helped him. Uh, I was super busy at the time. We just all the moving and stuff and whatnot. Uh, but hopefully later on we can be friends. But what I was getting at 
was as I was dressed as Batman and I after the first lap around the block, as I was going by his house, he gave me he had like his shoulder shrug and his hands in the air and I was just like, What are you doing? Why would you be doing that? Driving a go kart on the street without lights and a license is illegal. And I could just see him saying that. And it's just like, ugh. ugh. I hate people like that. It's like your first thought isn't like, oh my God, there's a guy dressed like Batman driving a go-kart that looks like a little mini Batmobile possibly or something Batman would drive, right? Not the real Batman, it'd be bigger. <laughs> You'd laugh. I would laugh if I saw that go by. I'd be like, that is awesome. I wouldn't think like, oh, that's illegal. That guy's going to get somebody killed. I'm not going to get anybody killed on my go-kart, you guys. I, If anything, I'm going to kill myself, right? I'm going to get hit by somebody and that's going to be the end of it or I'm going to hit somebody and just eat a bumper or eat, you know what I mean? Like it's not, I'm not endangering anybody else. So if you guys ever hear about me getting killed on my go-kart, then I died happy because I don't know. Like the chance of me running somebody else over is pretty slim. I can see people. I'm, I'm not dumb. Uh, it's not like it's crazy fast. And I just kind of putts around because when it's wide open, it's loud as shit. And I even feel like if a cop saw me, they would uh, not, they wouldn't give a shit. They might try to pull me over and come tell me to stop doing it. There are dickhead cops out there that might try to write me a ticket. I don't know. What would the ticket be for uh, operating a non-licensed motorized vehicle in a non-licensed motorized vehicle area? I don't know. Don't even know. But I had a blast doing it. I only went around the block like twice. I was barely out there. Uh, I just, uh, I thought it'd be fun. I thought people would laugh. But fucking Kyle, the neighbor guy. Excuse my language. Sorry, Brittany. He is just, yeah, he is what it is. And I try to, I got to kill these people with kindness. There's another lady that keeps turning my cats into the main society. Cause my cats go out and wander and stuff. And it's just what they do, what they're used to doing. And I don't know if I talked on this on the other ones, but I love my kitties and I love them enough where they're not my slaves and don't keep them in the house. So if they go outside and they get ran over, well, nature. <laughs> oh man. So we're going to get into the six pillars of the foundations of what I think is good for your overall health. And we're going to get into it. This is something I did learn at the island. Uh, I've heard very, very similar um, lifestyle change, not changes, just lifestyle. Uh, it's a lifestyle, uh, different ways, but if your foundation is good, uh, and these six pillars I'm talking about uh, each hold their own weight. Um, life life will be better for you guys. Uh, if one pillar is broken and not ha- holding its weight, the other five pillars are going to stress and they're going to they're gonna feel the weight of that one pillar not holding its own weight. Does that make sense? Not to be all cliche and be all, mm, I'm still trying to get over this whole, I got to be positive. I got to sit here and uh, and try to help you guys. Helping, I'm helping me by helping you guys and helping and healing, right? So if you're listening to this and you get something out of it, good. If not, you laugh, whatever. Uh, feedback, dude. I'll talk about that in the, in, in the, in the uh, intro more. But I love feedback, you guys. I've been doing this podcast for four, almost four years. This is episode 152 and give or take a few episodes. I think I actually have more with the MMA episodes and whatnot. So this, I have like almost 160 episodes of a podcast. How many people can say that? Are they all terrible? Do I sound stupid? I don't know because I don't get feedback. I got, 
I got my hardcore listeners. Shout out my buddy Brandon DeClerc, uh, all the way back from freaking T-Ball when we were like eight years old. Uh, huge fan. Uh, gives me feedback. Uh, help me with my MMA minute intro that I did. Uh, things like that, man, mean a lot to me. And just knowing that people like Brandon are out there listening and they, and they you know, it means a lot to me. Uh, the other day we had another meeting um, from the, the Heal the Heroes Platoon 2, baby. Uh, foundation, not foundation, Ugh. uh, the group we have, uh, it continues just cause the island's over with, uh, we have 12 weeks of a G force program and every week they're setting us up for success. The only way for us to fail is just to not participate and to not try. Uh, and I just, I, I've given, I've been given opportunities in my life and I let them slip through my hands uh, people have rarely invested in me and it's because of my physical, not my physical, but more my mental health uh, being just, I'm all over the place. I'm not, uh, I didn't have very good structure before and I'm working on that. And all the, my, the people in my life, my support structures and whatnot are definitely uh, going to get, help me get back on track. And you got to have that without a support structure. Uh, life's tough, man. Uh, and a lot of people do it. I feel for it, but let's just stop rambling here about it unless Get into uh, these six pillars, uh, my foundation uh, for a good, healthy life. <laughs> this is a self-help podcast, by the way. We're going to do that. Uh, if you look me up online, it comes across as a sport podcast because we talk. I talk about MMA quite a bit and fitness and stuff. So, uh, But don't be scared. Uh, I'm going to put the MMA stuff at the end. And if you guys don't want to talk, want to hear me talk about MMA, you're not into mixed martial arts, you're not into boxing. Uh, feel free to just turn it off, but let's get into it, you guys. The six pillars. Um, just looking at my notes real quick. Uh, the first one's finances, and finances is huge. Uh, you really, without money, uh, what can you do? You got to pay the bills. Uh, you got to keep the lights on. You got to keep a roof over your head. Uh, so money is is everybody's money's not everything. It's it it is though. Money is everything. Without money, you can't eat. You don't have a place to live. You know what I mean? Money is everything. So people that say it's not is whatever. Uh, you got to have your ducks in a row. Uh, financially, if you're completely broke and you're not paying bills, that's going to really mess with uh, a lot of the other pillars. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely going to mess with your mental health and that affects your physical health. So on down the line, uh, all these... all. One thing, one pillar goes down, they're all affected. One pillar's affected, they're all affected. They all got to hold a little more weight. And this sounds so cliche and dumb. <laughs> it's not, though. It's genius. It's actually really genius. And I just, like I said, you guys, this is weird for me to be motivating. I like to be funny. I've been motiv I'm motivational, I am. But to get on here and like, I just, it's new to me. It's new to me, but here I am reaching out to people and then I might as well, and I love to help. So this is my way of helping. <laughs> and while I'm breaking down these pillars, hopefully we can get into some other, we'll, we'll break, I'll branch off. I'm sure talk about some dumb shit and you know, I don't know. Who knows? We'll see where this leads to, but finances, you guys, you guys know the finances have been really crippling to me in my life. Uh, the big thing with me was child support uh, right off the bat. Um, when I got my first divorce, uh, two kids with Kristen, I uh, I had to pay seven fifty, 
seven fifty a month. Out of nowhere, I'm like seven fifty. I didn't even have, I didn't have seven fifty laying around at the end of every month anyway to put into savings. So now I start the month uh, at negative seven fifty, uh, and then obviously then after I got divorced from Jessica, this is my second ex wife. It went up to twelve fifty a month. So here I am starting every month at negative twelve fifty. Uh, I'm paying pretty much a mortgage on a hundred and some thousand dollar house and I don't have the house. Uh, things I should have done, I wish I would have did better was obviously I should have started budgeting right away. As soon as I went into like panic mode, like I don't got 1250 to be putting towards child support. You know, I have it. But then after that, what do I got? Well, uh, maybe I should have definitely got a budget and started my spending and started keeping track of my spending, uh, not going out to the bar and getting drunk and buying booze. Uh, I used to buy tons of car parts when I was all into cars and stuff. A huge part of my money now goes to weed. Uh, Weed is uh, not cheap, I guess. I mean, I don't know. We only have the one dispensary here in Grand Forks, so weed prices don't, there's not competition yet. Uh, Federally, it goes legal or state goes legal. Uh, actually, yes on measure two, man. I haven't seen much about it yet, but uh, here in North Dakota, we're voting soon. Like, is it the 8th? What is voting day? Coming up here in like a week. We're voting on the midterm elections. So there's going to be like state representatives, uh, state senators, uh, local senators. Lo- you know what I mean? All the local politics and some of the midterm stuff is uh, is about to take place. And yes, on measure two, you guys, that legalizes recreational marijuana for North Dakota. I don't give a shit if you think it's the devil's lettuce. You think it's the worst thing on the planet. People who smoke weed eventually turn to drugs and heroin. Uh, drugs and heroin? That What is that? Drugs and heroin. That made sense. But turn to other drugs, hard drugs. It happens, though. And I, I, I do believe that people, people who smoke weed have a better chance of trying other hard drugs. And I, I think it's true. You know, because if you're smoking weed uh, and we don't, we didn't have dispensaries and stuff until recently. So you were kind of possibly getting it from a shadier person that might influence you to try something different. Uh, I had a friend back in the day who I uh, was my pothead buddy. And then he got me into, it was the first time I ever snorted pills. I snorted an Adderall and went to the DMV and that was the worst. I waited in line at the DMV for 45 minutes after snorting an Adderall. Don't even ask me how much. And... You guys look at me now. I'm like, I'm hyper and I can't shut up now. And just imagine me. So here I am at the DMV talking to this lady in front of me about getting her trailer registered and all this other crap. And she has a big mole with hair sticking out of it. And I'm talking to her like I'm on crack. People online are like, this guy's a meth head. Uh, I'm skinny. I thought the other day I'm skinny. I'm hyper. I'm all over the place. I wonder how many people think like that guy's smoking meth <laughs> or taking Adderall every day, which... Ugh, I learned really fast, you guys. I don't need Adderall. Uh, everybody used to always say you are a poster child for ADHD. Da 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 da. Nah, I'm just a spaz, man. I just I got all this. I got. I don't need medication to try to focus me and slow me down. You know, I got to work on that myself. I feel like I don't know. Adderall is a mofo. Ha. <laughs> uh, never been addicted to it. I uh, took it quite a bit here and there when I was working three jobs and whatnot, and uh, I don't think I ever really abused it, let's say. Uh, but I had a neat, I had a neat routine with it for a little while, and I don't know if I've ever touched on it on here, but uh, it definitely, <laughs> definitely keeps you awake. Uh, I would take someone to be up for eighteen hours straight. 
like wide awake, 18 hours, no problem. And you're, it is, it's pretty crazy. It's dangerous, man, for people who, who struggle with, you know, getting tired or having energy, like pop one of those bad boys and it's off to the races. But I can't shut up the way it is. And I'm, I couldn't shut up on that shit. But uh, back on to track about weed. Uh, yeah, my one buddy got me into uh, snorting a few pills and Adderall. And then we did a few painkillers. And you do not feel like a junkie until you've snorted a pill up your nose. And not proud of it. Not going to do it again. Uh, but it, it happened, you know. And that was part of my life. Uh, snorting painkillers is a mofo. <laughs> like, it's like once you snort a painkiller, you don't want to take it another way. Because it just hits you so fast, so hard. But it doesn't last as long. I don't know. Am I like, I'm like, hope I'm not talking people into wanting to go out and try drugs because they'll ruin your life. Uh, I think, I think my, the fact having no money, speaking of finances, let's get back on track. Uh, not having the money for a pill problem. I don't know where I would have pumped out. I would have got money from, you know what I mean? I didn't have shit to sell. I could start selling some stuff, but that's like what might give me pills. Home. Oh, if I sold all my stuff back when I was going through my shit, I would have like had enough for like two pills. You know, what's the point? Uh, I had the neck surgeries and they were throwing painkillers at me. And I ended up uh, just being self-aware enough to know that I don't have the money for this addiction. And this addiction has never led to a good place. I don't know anybody who's a heroin addict who is successful right now and and is uh, leading a good life, you know, like... Uh, the way they want to, even if they are functionally doing it, nobody even knows about it. Those tri- those that show used to trip me out. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. <laughs> intervention, where they do the interventions, and it's like some guy who's like, "This is Steve. He's been on heroin for seven years, and he takes it every day." And it like shows him shooting up in his car at, at lunch break and stuff. And they're like, he spends $10,000 a day on it. And you're like, what? That was exaggerating. They're like $10,000 a month on it. You're like, huh? huh? What is this dude doing? And how many dicks is he sucking on the side? You know what I mean? Uh, Trying to keep this like PG-13. For those of you that know, and they've been a long time DaveCast Davecast fans know that I'm pretty pretty vulgar. I swear. Uh, joke about sexual stuff quite often. And I don't know if that's just a, a guy, not a guy. I shouldn't say it's a guy thing, but a guy who came from a military background, who came from a blue collar background. Uh, just, we just talk shit, man. And we just, we have potty mouths, you know, but that's no excuse. Like I said on the last podcast, not an excuse. So I'm going to try to work on my swearing. They're going to slip here and there, but just know when, when, when is a good place to swear? You know, if you're trying to make a good influence on people and you're just sitting there blabbing and just every other word's an F word, it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound good. I was listening to a podcast this morning, my Danny Brown show. Danny Brown's a rapper. I didn't even, I, I haven't heard one of his songs, but I love his podcast. He's hilarious. Uh, his laugh is contagious and just goofy. And I love the dude. I love his podcast. Uh, but I digress. Always digressing. I don't even know if digressing means. Finances, you guys, the weed is huge. But in turn, one way I think about it is I drive a 94 F-150. I drive an 0 through 5, an 05 Chevy Classic. And for those of you who don't know, it's a Malibu with zero options, right? I have electric windows. That's an option. Only one of them works. (laughs) The drivers in the back two windows don't go down. The dogs hate it because the dogs like to stick their head out of the window and stuff. 
And it's just they fight over the front window. <sighs> but the reason I bring this up is I don't have a car payment, you guys. I'm not forking out three, four, five hundred dollars a month for a car payment. So where I spend weed, my all my weed money, uh, I could be driving a brand new pickup truck. I thought about that the other day. Robin brought it up because you know when me and Robin, we'll get into the relationship stuff here in a little bit. It's the it's this last pillar. But me and Robin, like if we do, we get into finances. That's probably it used to be our biggest where we'd fight the most, besides for me and all my cheating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Terrible joke, but. Uh, we've moved past all that, and we'll get that into that in the relationship stuff. But, uh, oof! Uh, what are they trying to get at? I don't have a car payment. It's nice not having a car payment, but you sacrifice. So instead of paying however many hundred dollars a month I would on a car payment, uh, I spend that on weed. Let's just say that, or I spend it in other areas, and it's just a sacrifice I make. Uh, would I quit smoking weed for a brand new pickup truck? Probably not. I love my Ford. Uh, it's just not comfortable. Every time you open the passenger door, it sounds like a gun goes off because there's like a wedge. It's like wedging from the accident. And I haven't, I fixed it enough to get the door open. I haven't fixed it enough to make the gunshot sound go away. And I kind of like it. Uh, bring me back to Iraq. Jokes, 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 jokes. Uh, I think I hit finances a lot. Finances, um, really crippled me for a long time and it didn't have to though. It didn't have to cripple me. Uh, I should have got my shit together way sooner financially. I should have sat down and budgeted more. Uh, I should have reached out for help. Uh, there's financial institutions that'll help you. I probably have friends that are financially smart. My sister, Andrea and Danny uh, are super smart when it comes to finances. And I could have just, I could just hit them up, but I don't. I'm just a, I just, I'm stubborn and I want to get through life without worrying about that. But, 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 uh, I'm almost debt free. I owe all through the hospital here like $3,000 and the VA was supposed to cover some of that and now it's just whatever. I'm end up, I'm just going to end up paying it off. Uh, $3,000 in debt, you guys? That's awesome, right? That ain't nothing. I know some of you listening right now got oh, a lot, like student loan type stuff, uh, big car payments, houses, you know what I mean? And uh, I am damn near debt free besides for this house and, and Robin's car. I, can't, I don't want to talk like we're not a team. We're definitely a team. Uh, and Robin's car is, she has a 2018 Honda Accord. I love her car. I joke about the color being a grandma color, but, uh, love the car. It is, uh, it's fast. It's quick. It's comfortable. And you know, it's our car though. So I don't, I have a nice car. If I ever need to go somewhere in the Honda and I need to take the Honda, I take it, you know? So we have a nice car. What would be the point of having a two nice cars? Uh, I think about that a lot, you know, and I think I love cars and I, Part of me is like, go buy, I love my Kia Optima. Kia's making some pretty sweet looking Optimas and then their K5s are neat. Uh, the Kia Stinger is really sweet, but I'm not going to pay $60,000 for a Kia. Ha! Uh, even though it, it is what it is. If I had to choose right now, uh, the car that I would have is a 2006 BMW M3. I don't want a convertible. Uh, all black, white, white with a black top. That's what I would end up doing. I like cars white with a black top. And well, I've already been going for 25 minutes, you guys, and I'm not even through the first pillar. So we're, maybe we can just stretch it out. So today we're going to talk about finances. <laughs> On the next podcast, we'll talk about physical health. Uh, I'm just playing a little bit. But finances, you guys, it can cripple you. They stress you out. They, they can make 
life very difficult. And instead of just always complaining about it, you got to sit down, do a budget. Uh, it's funny. If you actually sit down and see where your money's really going, it makes it easier to, to, to get some stuff. You're like, oh, man, I'm spending freaking 30. Let's just say you're spending $30 a week on energy drinks uh, times four, $120 a month on energy drinks. Let's say you're like, well, I'm going to stop drinking energy drinks. Uh, I'll get my caffeine in a different way, maybe a healthier way. Or you can go out and buy like a case of energy drinks. And I'm not promoting this. You know, be healthy. Be happy. Uh, but if you're going to drink them, financially there's a smarter way. Go buy a case where you save the money. Uh, you just, uh, I love, I just coffee. I have a coffee. Nice coffee in the morning. A bunch of creamer in it because I don't really like coffee that much. Uh, but if I got to get my caffeine, that's the way I'm going to get my caffeine. I miss Red Bull so much. I haven't had a, a, an energy drink since I started. Uh, did I? I? Might be lying, but I don't think I did. Uh, it's always just it's just been coffee so far, and I think coffee's better than all that crap they put in energy drinks. I don't know what is in those things. It's insane. Finances, you guys uh, touched on most of it, man. Um, I want to touch on things too with anchors. I don't know if you guys heard me talk about anchors. A lot of this terminology I got from the island, which I still, I already talked about. I was going to hit on it, but I'm already too far in. We'll hit on it more. As I go through these, we'll hit on it more. Uh, the island and the, the Heal the Heroes and the, the G-Force program, a big part of it is finances. Because without money, you can't even, you can't help yourself without money. You know what I'm saying? Like you need, if you don't have any money, none. And the house and the rent isn't paid and the bills aren't paid. You don't, that shit is always on my mind. I, I did not. All right. Being broke for me really started when uh, my neck injury started. I had to leave work. Uh, I started getting short-term disability payments. Uh, and child support starts tapping into that stuff. And that's when, uh, when the money ran out and there were bills due, like bill, bill collectors would call me and be like, this is whoever from Citibank and we're calling to collect a debt, da, 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 da. And you're like, well, I don't have any money. I'll tell them on the third, on the third of next month, I'll get my disability. And by the fifth, <laughs> if I owe you money, if you don't have it by the fifth, that money's gone. You know, I'm catching up on bills already. Uh, it took me a long time to actually be okay with telling people that I don't have the money. Just be honest. You know, I answer the phone when bill collectors call. I have no money right now. How would you like me to pay you? You know, uh, I'll come there and do sexual favors. I'll come there and work it off. I don't know what you want me to do. It's a joke. But <sighs> finances, you guys, huge, 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 huge. I guess next podcast we'll get into the physical stuff. Uh, just walk, man. That's all I can say is walk. Me and Robin just got a family membership at Choice Fitness. Uh, it's right down the road from us. Uh, if you get a, here in Grand Forks, if you go to Choice Fitness and get a, a membership, you also have a membership at the YMCA on the north end of town. So it's great. I am so excited to start going to this gym. Uh, a guy my age needs to start lifting weights. I am very active. I go out and I walk a long ways. I did six miles the other day with the dogs. We actually walked to the dog park, played at the dog park, and walked back. 
and it was right at six miles. And we walked down Belmont, the main drag, uh, the main residential drag over here by, uh, by the river. And then we went down to the dog park, uh, played there. And then we walked to the Greenway back, which is along the river, which is amazing, beautiful sights. Um, well, I said sights. It's like a beautiful view. I don't know. You can see all the leaves falling off the trees. Most of them are off. Uh, you see a lot of deer down there. Uh, we saw a deer last night. Robin was scared of it. I'm scared of the deer. <laughs> uh, me and the dogs chased it off and didn't even go very far. These deer aren't scared. We got bluff charged by a whitetail last week. And I don't know if I got into that on the podcast. That's something I really want to talk about. And I'll just, fuck, I brought it up. Me and the dogs went out one morning. It was like six in the morning. We went for a walk. And it's pitch black out. And I go down and over the dike, uh, down towards the river. And I see all these black blobs down there. And they're moving around. And the dogs are all keyed up. And they're just looking, looking, looking. And I know it's deer, right? Uh, <laughs> my catastrophizing mind, you guys, I catastrophize, which means I, I think of the worst case scenario in a lot of situations. Not everyone. What a lot of situations. So part of me, like first thing I'm like, what if that's like a pack of wolves down there just migrating through or they got lost and they're not supposed to be here. We don't have wolves where we're at. Uh, the nearest wolf, I mean, we have northern Minnesota's got wolves. Uh, you get up into Canada area has wolves. So I'm probably like 100 miles from the nearest like actual environment where, why I use that word, place where wolves live. But the first thing I had was like, man, what, if this is a pack of wolves, me and my pussy ass dogs are about to get fucked up. Sorry, swearing, you guys. I'm trying to not swear so much. Sorry, Brittany. And even though I'm like, well, there's no wolves here. What if it's a pack of coyotes? Me, my four dogs versus six coyotes. We're going we're gonna to tear them up, dude. I'm going to choke out at least three of those bastards. Uh, are they going to bite me? Is it going to hurt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. You got to do what you got to do, bro. I'm coming out bloody and busted, but ain't no coyotes taking me and my dogs out. I mean, they might grab Bauer and <laughs> take off with him. Like, bye, Bauer. I'll miss you. Uh, Bauer struggled on the walk this morning, you guys. We had three and a half miles, and he was... Uh, I actually picked him up and carried him for a little ways. Then I realized he's a little fatty, and I don't want to carry him. <laughs> he's not. He's losing weight. He's my buddy, man. But he's eight, and he's older, and these walks, man. Like, he did... He made it the six-miler the other day. But I don't know if that's what's just got him worn out now. You know, maybe he's still sore from those walks. And I guess we don't think about that. I feel terrible, though, going out without him. Any of them. And that's another thing where once once we get into uh, experiential, uh, the fifth pillar, which we obviously didn't have time for, uh, we'll get into, um, I have to go on more hikes and walks and go do things alone. Um, a lot of my alone time is like when I go out and I mow lawns. It's just me and the mower and my headphones and whatnot but I need to find besides for that I need to find time to go for a walk on my own and then once it gets really really cold the dogs can't go out uh, their paws freeze up and it's just not good for them uh, I mean you can take them out for a short period of time like I did last year and I would drop them off or we go warm up and go again uh, but I gotta learn to go on walks by myself dear god you guys <laughs> We barely talked in any of this. You guys want me to do like a five-hour podcast? I can. But uh, physical, we're just going to hit on the walk for now. We'll get into more physical on the next podcast. I promise you guys. 
I didn't realize. I thought I would get through all six pillars in 30 minutes. I don't know why I would think that. I haven't even touched on MMA and boxing yet. But uh, get your finances in order, you guys. All these pillars, they play a role with each other. Um, they're all holding up the house of Dave. And when finances is crumbling, the other ones are freaking out too. You know what I mean? They're taking on the extra weight and they'll start crumbling. And the last thing you want to do is go into crisis mode and let your house fall. Been there, done that. Uh, all right, you guys, at this point in the podcast, I like to tell you to, uh, I never finished the story about the deer, you guys. I don't even know where that, where did I go? Went into Bauer being a little pussy dog. Anyway, let me finish this story real quick. As I was saying earlier, we're walking down the dike. The black blobs, not wolves, not coyotes. Pretty positive they're just deer. And as we get closer, a few of them run off. And I still see a couple blobs standing there. We get relatively close and they run off. And I'm like, well, whatever. The dogs are all excited, uh, barking a little, whining, wanting to go chase them. And I... It was like, whatever. Well, I start, I turn and I start walking and I hear, I hear a snort and I'm just like, it wasn't one of the dogs snorting at me. I turn around and one of those black blobs is probably 20 feet away. Like he, 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 she, I don't know if it was a buck who came up on me. I don't have my headlamp. Uh, I have my headlamp. I usually bring it with me if it's going to be dark, but I didn't bring it. Not a pussy though. I can, I'll be out in the dark. I'm okay in the dark. Nothing in that. You know, when I go down by the river and I'm walking in the dark, you know what the scariest thing down there is? It's me. I just, I can be scary too, even though I'm a little man. It doesn't matter, you guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, this deer snorts, and I turn around. I'm standing here with four dogs who are now all pulled, pulling towards the deer uh, at the end of leash. They're all like, what's this dude's deal? And it came at us from like 20, 25 feet. He came, he came at us even more. Uh, he came at us a few more feet and snorted again. And I was like, this is either a female, a mother deer with fawns, and she was being protective of him, or a buck who had an attitude problem. But, dude, in my in my days, man, I've shot tons of deer growing up. Uh, not tons. <laughs> Every season, we'd shoot deer. Uh, got away from deer hunting and all hunting, really, when I joined the military. Uh, I'd go back home on leave and stuff in South Dakota and shoot some shit up with my dad and my brothers and stuff. This deer, man, it was the weirdest thing. Four dogs pulling at the end of leash, barking, and this deer held its ground. And then I, I ran at it, and then it ran away. But didn't go that far. I turn around again after we chased it off, and there it is again, standing there. It was very weird. And I just think they're very domesticated-ish. Uh, being down by the river, by the greenway, hundreds of people walk by, ride by on their bikes every day, and nobody, nobody messes with them. And you can't shoot them down there or hunt them. So... They're pretty safe. It's my guess. Very weird though to have a, a, a white-tailed deer um, like almost rush me and with four dogs. That's insane. By myself, maybe. Could I fight a deer? <sighs> I thought about that this morning too. That's something I want to talk about. If, I, if it's one-on-one me versus a deer, uh, their hooves are pretty hard. <laughs> Obviously, they're like rocks. Uh, you don't want to get smacked with those bad boys. Uh, you don't want to go down to the ground. Uh, once you're down, he's going to stomp on you and you're in trouble. Uh, if it's a buck with horns, I actually would prefer that. Uh, I can grab him by his damn horns. I don't want to grab a female, a doe by her ears and give her a good toss. I don't know. They're strong. They're way stronger than me. But I'm no puss. I ain't going out to a deer. 
Uh, a single dog by itself gets stomped by a deer. Uh, I would like to think a, a big aggressive dog um, probably be okay. But my dogs, I don't know if one, if my dog one on one versus a full size deer uh, would win or not. I don't know. It just gets stomped out. I watch videos of a deer stomping on dogs and stuff, and it makes me so sad. I don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> I think over 37 minutes, and now I forgot what I was talking about. The deer. So we ran the deer off. They didn't go far. It was just an interesting story. My whole life, I've never been like bluff charged or, or snor- I've been snorted at by deer. Uh, here in South Dakota, I was walking along the riverbank at night. Me and my brother, uh, Richie, were out doing night fishing, and I... Uh, looking for frogs and a deer popped up right in front of me and snorted at me and scared the shit out of me anyway um all right here's the part of the podcast where i tell you guys if you don't want to listen to the mma stuff you're not into boxing you're not into fighting you just don't want to hear me talk about it uh you can cut off now man uh thanks for listening if you're leaving i appreciate you uh see you on thursday if not you want to talk about the mma uh ufc fight night 213 went on saturday uh, just a fight night card. Nothing crazy. Uh, good fights on there. Uh, Khalil Roundtree upsetted uh, Dustin Jacoby, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I had Dustin. I had Dustin Jacoby winning that fight, but uh, Khalil Roundtree. I would say he's a mofo. Like all these dudes, if you're in the UFC and you're fighting, you're a mofo, man. Like you, you already did it. You already. You're a beast. You know. I hate when people are like that guy's tough. Well, they're all tough. All right. <laughs> Uh, Treshawn Gore and Josh, uh, Fremd, Fremd, I think was doing really good in the stand-up part of it. And, uh, Treshawn Gore talks mad shit and he, and he, I think he thinks he's way better than he thinks he is. People were trashing his wrestling and his grappling. Uh, he came in with a really heavy wrestling grappling, um, game plan and he stuck to it pretty well. Actually, he ended up getting a really nasty choke, but on the feet though, he's getting pieced up on his feet. I think. So he needs to, to work on that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just running through these quick, you guys. Uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta versus Jerry uh, Jared Vandura. Uh, he, I've, I've seen the Jared guy fight quite a few times. And he's actually not a bad heavyweight. He's very slow and very, he's like not slow in movement, but he just, uh, his pace in the fight is slow. And he's very relaxed and he's just waiting to land his big shot. Uh, his big thing in this fight was just landing leg kicks on uh, on Waldo nonstop. Uh, Waldo used to pitch for the, he used to be a major league pitcher or was like a really good minor league pitcher. I don't know. Uh, so he's got crazy fast hands and really hard punches. He just needs to work on his tightening all that up and he'll be a pretty good heavyweight, I think. Uh, he ended up winning the decision, but he got that shit kicked out of his legs. Uh, Max Griffin, Tim Means went the distance. Good fight. Two old veterans. Uh, battling it out. Um, when I see those kind of fights, I always be like, afterwards, I hope they retire. Uh, but no word on that. And then the main event was a big disappointment. Calvin Cater uh, and Allen. And it was just, uh, the first round was competitive and amazing striking. Uh, Allen, I think Allen won that first round and was actually uh, beating Cater up, man. Nobody beats Cater up besides Max. Max Holloway beat him up. But Calvin Caterman is a beast, and uh, he's a dog in a fight. And I was so excited. They come out. Uh, at the end of round one, uh, Cater goes down. His knee twists and buckles, and he goes down. And you're like, no, no, no. But he got back up, walked to his corner. And I was so excited. Like, okay, maybe his knee just kind of, maybe he, he rotated funny, and he just kind of 
rolled his ankle or his knee. Or, you know, I don't know if you can roll a knee. You roll your ankle, though. That sucks. Well, he came back out for the second round. The doctors were all looking at his leg. He said he's fine. Well, as soon as he planted on it and tried to throw something off of that leg, it buckled again. And it was over. So sad. I hate, hate that, dude, when there's a good fight about to happen. And uh, one of the guys gets injured right away uh, at no fault of their own necessarily. And uh, it was a good little fight night card, though. It really was. And I'm trying to get back into MMA. And so Tuesdays, we're going to talk MMA about the fights that went down that weekend. And then on Thursdays, we're going to talk about the upcoming fights. So we'll get into that on Thursday, the upcoming fight card for this weekend. I don't know if it's another fight night or if it's actually uh, Israel is fighting. Um, oh, no. Pereira? Did I say his name? Not Pereira. Ah, the one guy that's beating him, the guy who knocked him out in kickboxing. It's going to drive me nuts. And you MMA fans are like, Dave, what is wrong with you? It'll come to me. It's a hugely anticipated fight, and I'm excited for it. That might be this weekend. Or is it the 8th? Dear God, you guys. That would be this weekend then, you dippy. I don't know what's happening, but uh, some good fights coming up. Always, always good fights coming up. That's why I love MMA. Uh, you always, there's always these new up and coming guys. Where back in the UFC, the history of the UFC was all it was like one sided, not one sided, one style fights, like a Taekwondo versus a Muay Thai guy, the Jiu Jitsu guy versus the boxer, uh, the wrestlers versus everybody else, and that uh, I don't know where I was going that day. See what happens, you guys. See what happens sometimes. Maybe that means I gotta stop. One last thing, dude. Jake Paul, Anderson Silva boxing match. Uh, as much as you guys hate Jake Paul and you hate this whole, you think it's like his fights have been kind of a circus, uh, which they have. But this last fight card last night, there was some really good, there was a couple decent boxing matches on it. Uh, Uriah Hall uh, went out and, and boxed against, uh, yeah, I'm forgetting names. I should have wrote this shit down. I didn't think I was going to hit on it that much. But he was a he was a he was an NFL football running back, and uh, the guy's super athletic, and his boxing was actually really good. Uh, Uriah Hall did win, and being an, an elite an elite MMA fighter who is known for your striking, his boxing couldn't look worse. It looks so bad. But I try to tell people if you're not even if you're an MMA fighter and you've done a lot of boxing, and you go in there and you and you box somebody who's a pure boxer, they kind of you can make you look pretty bad. My boxing was never great. Uh, when I could throw, when I could throw kicks and do kickboxing, would help me out a lot because I don't have that reach, uh, the boxing skills. So once I could start kicking a guy's leg, it kind of it changes things up a little, and I could actually land more shots uh, using my leg kick setups and stuff, or head kicks, all the same. Not if you're getting kicked, I guess. Well, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva, bro. So Jake Paul's 25 years old. Anderson Silva is about a million years old. And I was excited though. I was excited to see how Anderson would do just boxing. And Anderson didn't make it look easy. Even that even shows you guys uh, getting in there and trying to be in a, a pure boxer, coming from another background. It's tough. It really is. Uh, but Jake Paul, I mean, his boxing is not bad at all. Uh, rooting, I was rooting for Anderson Silva all the way. I'm the MMA guy. But if you guys know Jake Paul, uh, is actually doing. He's getting all these people paid, man. Uh, Anderson Silva made more money in that one boxing match. Barely didn't take much damage. 
and got paid more than he did in his last five uh, UFC fights. Crazy, right? So not only is Jake Paul, he's getting some notoriety for people, uh, getting names out there a little bit, keeping people relevant, making them a little bit of money. Uh, I've heard everybody, dude, uh, that has fought Jake Paul has made so much money, they don't got to fight anymore. So it's cool, right? Like, in a way, Ander- hope- I hope Anderson doesn't fight anymore, man. I hope Anderson steps away, retires, and enjoys the millions he made and just enjoys life. Uh, but Jake Paul did win by decision. I'm sure most of you know or heard or not care. Uh his boxing's not that bad, man. Uh, I even told you guys Anderson was going to be, I'm like, Anderson's going to just throw, he'll throw, he'll have good hands, just not uh, not throw with crazy intent. Uh, he tagged Jake. They both tagged each other a whole bunch. And he got knocked down in the last round. And I think a lot of it had to do with his footing. Uh, it was a good punch landed by Jake, but uh, it was more of his footing. He was kind of switching his stance as, as he got hit and kind of put him on his butt. And it'll happen. But that's, it's not a good thing in a boxing match because you lose a point. Uh, so that was a 10-8 round automatically once he got knocked down. Uh, and the decision went to Jake Paul. So there it is. All right, you guys. Um, that's the podcast, man. We went way over 30 minutes today, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, just, uh, just know that I love you. And I thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I love the feedback, even though I never get it. Please, you guys, feel free to send me an email. If you know how to personally contact me, contact me. Be like, Dave, you're talking too fast. Dave, you're rambling. Dave, you were on a good topic and then you talked about a dog's butthole for 10 minutes and now we're back off topic. You know what I mean? Like, let me know. I hardly get any feedback on this and I know for a fact I am not doing a great job. You know, it's okay. It's okay. I'm doing a good job. I think I'm doing a good job. I love doing it. It's not easy, you guys. This ain't easy. This is hard. I'm challenging myself, not only mentally to sit here and do this, right? Physically to talk, I guess. But to have the confidence in posting it and putting it out and knowing that people are going to hear me talk and ramble and say dumb stuff and swear and just have long pauses because my brain farts. It's tough, you guys. And I feel accomplished when I get it done. But please. I don't, dude, if one person emailed me or wrote me and was like, bro, stop podcasting, you suck. (laughs) I would laugh at it and I would appreciate it because at least somebody gave me some damn feedback. At least give me some corrective feedback, right? Like if you're going to give me some feedback, at least tell me what I can do to fix it or what you think I could do to fix it. Actually, at this point, I'm not even kidding. Actually, at this point, I would be like, if somebody sent me an email and be like, dude, your podcast is terrible, I would be so happy that they listened. (laughs) I mean, thank you for listening. It's not for everybody. And I know it's not, you guys. I've listened to tons of podcasts that I thought I would like. And I'm like, eh, don't like the format. Uh, don't like certain things. So, once again, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please, feedback. I love feedback, good or bad. Let me know. Uh, hit me up. You guys have any questions? Uh, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. Davespodcast and the number one at gmail.com. Uh, Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. Dave's podcast on Facebook. Funny Welder on the gram. Uh, should I get on Twitter now that Elon Musk bought Twitter? We didn't talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. Maybe on the next podcast we'll talk about it. We'll write that down. But uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Helping is healing. Get out. Uh, if you're having a bad day, go help somebody and you'll feel better. It is the best drug you can take. And I know 
done most of them. Actually, I haven't. I haven't done any of the hard ones. So maybe I should go experience those. All right, you guys. I'm going to go do heroin and meth and see how those do for me. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you on Thursday.